Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today on the podcast, we are wrapping up one main section of Colossians. For a long time, with a bit of a break for Advent, we've been looking at Colossians chapter 3. And specifically as of late, we've been examining how we can put away sinful habits and how we can put on the habits or characteristics of Christ. In other words, we are examining our sanctification. Big word that simply means our becoming more Christ-like. Now, really, that part doesn't end. The rest of the book, in a large part, is about our life with Christ. But if you're reading through Colossians, you probably see a section or paragraph break after verse 17, which is the verse that we're looking at today. That is because this verse signals a kind of hinge point in Paul's argument. It operates as both a bit of a cap to the previous section as well as another launching point into relationships in life, which is the next section. So let me read Colossians 3.17, and then we'll get into why this is a pivotal center point, or a thesis even, for all that Paul is exhorting Christians to do, how we are to see our life with Christ. So this is Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, in word or deed, Do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You see how that is a bit of a center point to Paul's exhortations to live holy lives in Christ? In short, here is what I think Paul is saying. All of life, all for God. All of life, all for God. If I could boil that sentence down in Colossians 3.17, it would be all of life, all for God. So everything we've been looking at in the last handful of verses, I think could be summed up with all of life, all for God. And everything that we are about to look at in the final couple sections of the book could be introduced by this call saying, Christians live all of life, all for God. So let's just walk through this verse with those two headings, all of life, and then we'll look at what it means to live all of life, all for God. So first, Paul is talking about all of life. Look at that first phrase. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything. All right, that's almost a bit of overkill, right? Now, the rest of the verse we'll hit in the next section in just a minute. But for now, Consider those phrases. He says, whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything. In other words, he is saying there is no limit to this. There are no parts of who you are or what you do that is off limits. This is all of life. Every action, every word, every thought, every heart motive, Do it all. Do everything. All of your life needs to be wrapped up and captured into this. And even take a moment 
And honestly, think about all the different sections of your life, your relationships, your hobbies, your neighborhood, your job, your school, your free time. I mean, even think of what appears like the menial parts of your life. When you are filling your car up with gas, when you brush your teeth, when you're driving home thinking about that conversation you had that day with the coworker, when you're mowing your yard, when you're waiting at the doctor's office, when you're watching Netflix at night, when you're folding laundry, when you're rehearsing that confrontational conversation you have to have with your friend tomorrow in your mind, when you're talking to your parents on the phone, when you're walking in your neighborhood, when you're watering your plants, when you're changing your kids' diapers. Paul is saying, whatever you do, every thought, every action. That's what we're talking about here, that intense. And he's saying, do it all with what? Right now that you've got those moments in your mind, hopefully all these kind of moments, the big moments, the big parts of your life, and also the small moments, the menial thoughts and actions, what should you be doing with them? Well, let me read the verse again. He says, whatever you do, In word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Think about all those moments we just talked about and ask yourself, are they infused and impacted by your relationship with Jesus Christ? And I think this is actually an area where we need to pause for a moment and really challenge ourselves in. I think for many, the common idea of Christianity is that you go to church, you read your Bible occasionally, you do a couple good things, you give some money to a church, and generally you have some Christian moments in your life. I think for a lot of people, that's their view of Christianity. And I know that was my struggle for a long time. For most of my life growing up, I thought that being a Christian meant that you were generally a good person that generally believed in God. And what that meant was that I tried to do more good things than bad, that I knew I should probably go to church, and that when times were really hard, I should probably pray. My view of this verse would have been that Paul said, and on Sunday mornings when you go to church, and a few other times during the week when you can squeeze God in, do those few moments in the name of the Lord Jesus. Not whatever you do, not in all your words and works, not all of life for God, but the Christian moments. And honestly, even after I became a follower of Jesus and understood the gospel, that was a hard pattern to break, to not separate part of life for Jesus and part of life for myself or the world. So maybe ask yourself for a moment, is your view of Christianity some of life or all of life? Do you think that God is after parts of your life or all of your life? Does Jesus impact aspects of your life or all of your life? In fact, let me go back to when I had you think of the different aspects of your life. And what I want to do is I'm going to read the same exact list that I just gave you a few minutes ago. But now, instead of just thinking about all these aspects of your life, I want you to be thinking about if Jesus impacts these areas of your life. Paul is saying, 
all of life, all for God. Every part of your life should be impacted by your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Is that true of these areas? Your relationships, your hobbies, your neighborhood, your job, your school, your free time. Now, some of those might be fairly easy for you to consider, but let me keep going. Does Jesus impact when you fill your car up with gas, when you're brushing your teeth, when you're driving home and you're thinking about that conversation you had with your coworker that day, when you're mowing your lawn, when you're waiting at the doctor's office, when you're watching Netflix, when you're folding laundry, when you're rehearsing that confrontational conversation that you have to have with your friend tomorrow, when you're talking to your parents on the phone, when you're walking in your neighborhood, when you're watering your plants, when you're changing your kids' diapers. I know it may sound crazy, but Paul is saying every single one of those moments, every single one of your thoughts, every single one of your days, every single one of your actions need to be captured under your union with Jesus, all in thankfulness to God the Father. Maybe one more time, just most bluntly, there is no part of your life that is free from your union with Christ. That is what Paul has been saying in Colossians. All of life should be lived with Christ in mind, out of Christ's example. That is why he's been so set on getting rid of old patterns of life and becoming one with the person of Christ, looking like him, living like him, talking like him. Why? Because whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So here's my challenge for you today. I'm hoping that maybe a particular area of your life was brought to mind by the Spirit so far in this episode, especially maybe just a minute ago as I read through that list. I'm hoping maybe one stuck out, or maybe even now you can rewind, go back, listen to that, and just see if the Spirit brings an area of life to mind. And I want to challenge you to consider that particular area of life and simply ask yourself, how can Jesus impact this area in greater ways? If I wanted to say it more theologically, you could ask, how does my union with Christ shape my beliefs, desires, actions, or deeds in that part of my life? Because you are united to Jesus, and he is in you and with you in that area of life. And if that is true, that changes everything. There is nothing, no part of your life, heart, or mind that is not impacted by your union with Christ. So. How should that reality impact that area of life? Whatever you come up with, don't just think about it today. Think that's cool and move on. But actually pray and let him impact that relationship, that part of life, and that habit. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Peace.